League of Women Voters and the Recording Library of West Texas present Tall City Elections. Welcome to Tall City Elections. My name is Michael Todd. I'm the station manager at the Recording Library of West Texas. And with us today is Amy Stretcher-Burks, City Council District 4 candidate. Thank you for being with us today, Amy. Thank you for having me. Would you tell us uh, and our listeners a little bit about yourself and your background? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was born and raised in Midland. I graduated from Midland Christian, and then I went on and graduated from Midland College and then went to Texas A&M. My husband is an orthopedic trauma surgeon for West Texas Orthopedics, and we lived in Kansas City for five years while he was training and then Minneapolis, so we're actually there during the riots. We moved back about two and a half years ago. We have three daughters. Um, one is six or just about to be six. One is three and a half, and then we have a 10-month-old. And so we're glad to be back in Midland, and this is home for us. And I bet the, the kiddos keep you guys on your toes. Yes, most Saturdays you will find us at some type of soccer field or t-ball field, and but we're enjoying it. That's awesome. You're running for District 4. What makes it unique from the rest of the city? District 4 is unique. I, it's, I think in my opinion, it's the most diverse district. We go all the way up to Green Tree Boulevard. So I have Green Tree South, and they just did some redistricting all the way down to I-20 out to the airport. We ha- I mean, it's a very big district. I almost want to say it might be landmass the biggest, but it's been interesting. I've knocked on, I hope by election, I'll have knocked on almost 3,000 doors. And so just the, but most of the things are the same. The people have the same things to say. And that's why as a council member, you just have to prioritize and make it an issue. And that's how you get things done. It's obvious that if you're running for office, I, I'm sure that you've, you've followed elections and politics for quite some time. What was the, the impetus that finally sparked that, yes, I, this is the time that I'm going to run for office? Yes. Well, I've always been, I've always been interested in city politics. I've been on a park and rec and tree commission before. I've also been on a planning and zoning commission. So I have some experience with that, but running for this, Save Nueva Vista, the Save Nueva Vista issue is what really kind of set it off for me. Um, we, I led the charge in our neighborhood and I had a lot of great neighbors that I was able to work with. And so that's kind of what really got me involved, learning about all the issues and n- knowing that District 4 needed a voice and wanted to be heard. In your editorials in the Midland Reporter Telegram, a, a few times you've mentioned uh, public-private partnerships. Could you tell us about the benefits of those partnerships and give some examples of what that might look like moving forward? Absolutely. I think one of the biggest ones that I think everybody goes to is Centennial Park. I think that was a complete win-win. There is every time you go downtown, somebody is playing out there or walking around the park or utilizing the park. And that's when you know you did something right. And Midlanders are so generous. We have so many awesome companies and corporations and working together only benefits all of us. I think, though, we have to be a little careful, but as long as the community tells us this is what we want and it works and it makes sense, then I'm all for it. But I think the main thing is we have to listen to Midlanders and make sure that we're on the right track because I'm running to serve District 4 and serve Midlanders. Yeah. And, and, and so I might. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead, please. No, you, no, you're great. I, I was just going to say, yeah, what your example, Centennial Park has just been an amazing story, especially if you 
think about going to Celebration of the Arts 20 years ago and what everything was, how it was laid out and what it looked like as compared to what it is today, I would not have been able in my, in my mind to creatively come up with all of the changes that they made. Oh, it, yes. And, you know, when people started talking about the revitalization of downtown, it was hard to imagine. And then look what's, look what's happened. Going off of that issue, like, for example, parks, but there are things that are quality of life issues. And then there are things that are more, they're not quite as, I guess, exciting or hip and cool. They're more like just fundamental infrastructure, say, type issues, different things that the city is trying to balance. And there's only so much budget. How do you balance those things? And is it is it a fundamental discussion as to what a, a, a city's job really is and what it is not? Yeah, no, that's actually yeah, what you're saying is completely correct. And so I think somebody put it and it's pretty simple, but the way they put it and hopefully I can explain it the way they explained it, it was really good. You know, just like our house budget or if we have a small business, you know, you have your needs and you have your wants and you only you have so much income coming in. Right. And so when you put it down, whatever's left over, you can see what you want to do, but you have to make sure the needs are met. Like, for instance, somebody just messaged the other day saying there's a ton of ants out on one of the soccer fields and the kids were just getting eaten up. I mean, that's that's a priority that needs to get fixed. So there's things that we need to take care of and we have to prioritize. And then when we have extra or if there's any wasteful spending we can cut, then we can look at our wants. I think but it, like anything else that has to be balanced. That makes sense. And I think of things like the Wi-Fi in the park issue as compared to money to build the infrastructure to bring water to the city of Midland from other areas of West Texas. And it's just a real and I know that people don't like saying no to other folks, but there's only so many dollars to go around. Correct. When it comes to talking with citizens, what are some of the concerns that they have that you're hearing? So. No, it's always been about taxes, people getting taxed out of their homes or getting concerned about what's going on with our country. Um, tr- believe it or not, trash, uh, the city, the beautification of the city, that's been an issue of traffic, um, the, the construction everywhere now. I mean, everywhere you go in Midland, you're hitting construction. I know some of that can't be helped, but all, communication, I think, would help a lot. Like if we let the let the citizens know, hey, this is happening and we blasted out everywhere. This exit's going to be closed starting tomorrow. This is going to be happening because a lot of times you drive. I don't know if it's happened to you, but you drive up on it and you had no clue any of this was even going to happen today. And so you've just added 20 minutes to where you're trying to get and you're not going to make it. And so I think just being adding the communication element and then just being transparent is what people are just really wanting. They're wanting town halls. Not only after the issues, but before the issues, they're wanting to know what's going on. And, you know, when people are working eight to five, it's almost impossible for them to make the meetings or try to catch up. And so we need to go to them and figure out what is the best way to get the info to you. And fortunately, these days, with all the technology that we have, it's there are so many avenues that perhaps that can be taken in mm-hmm. order to inform the citizens of what's going on, whether it's we are going to pave this street in this area of town that has never had a paved street or Garfield is going to be closed because there's going to be a humongous kind of construction project at this intersection, those types of things. Exactly. What needs do you see that are on your priority list for Midland? I would really like to see the Wadley extension go through. Traffic, 
critical infrastructure, that is really important to me. We're throwing up developments all around town and our neighborhoods are becoming cut throughs. And I think the safety of our kids, I think making sure that our roads maybe aren't torn up all at once, but the Wadley extension going through is definitely a top priority for me to help some of the other roads because they were just backlogged everywhere. And the first thing that came to my mind when you started saying that was also not just the traffic, but also first responders, ambulances and police and fire. Yes, yes. I mean, how many times lately have you seen them honking their horn trying to get around and doing the best they can do? Right. But you're right. They're- and I was actually, I don't know if you know, I was endorsed by the Professional Firefighters Association of Midland. And so I'm really honored to have that endorsement. Yes, I read that, and that is awesome. Congratulations for that. Thank you. One of the things that we hear from our listeners who are, they are either low vision or they have no vision, and that's the lack of reliable transportation services in Midland. Now, we've we've got Easy Rider, but we have heard their complaints regarding that service. We've heard about bus stops that aren't protected from the sun and the rain, and then maybe a lack of understanding from the drivers uh, about people who are disabled and it's particularly difficult for someone with low or no vision who has perhaps no family to help them get to the doctor or the grocery store. Would you have any insight into those issues and is there anything that the city can do to improve that experience for them? Yes, the city could definitely do things and that's where somebody actually, when I was door knocking, brought that issue up. With the lack of shade and everything else, I have not heard the one um, that you just brought up, which is actually I'm glad you told me. I spoke with the liaison for the Easy Rider, and we need – I would like to write it myself. I, Full disclosure, I never have, but I need to see exactly what they're talking about, and that's something I want to set up immediately. And then also the people that are having those issues, I mean, I have my number. I have – I mean, I can give my number out to anybody at any time. It's 432-528-2009. Please reach out in any way. I know they have different ways or emails easier, but let me know what the issue is and then I can address it like the specific or what ideas they have that could be better. Because sometimes when you're using it, you know how you know best how to make it better. And to be fair, some of these issues that I'm speaking of, they go back years and years and years. So there may be areas that have been improved since I've heard some of our listeners talk to us about them. I've been mm-hmm. on I've been on a ride with a person who ha- was visually impaired, and that one particular experience was a good one. So I need to say that for Easy okay. Rider. But that was that good. that was that one experience, and I understand, and I'm sensitive to others who they may have had different experiences over the years, and it's unfortunate, and it's not unique to Midland or Easy Rider about people who have no vision and their challenges with public transportation. But it is something that I just always like to throw out there on behalf of our listeners because that's that's kind of a common thing for them. I've got one more question for you, and and this one is kind of a, a fun one. Okay. All right. Finally, if you received a million-dollar grant, and I realize that in this day and age, a million dollars – does not go as far as it used to, but but it's an easy round number. A million-dollar grant, it's an open grant. You can do whatever you want with it for the city. What would that be? Oh, that's a good question. Um, you, you know what I would honestly do? I would, since I want to represent District 4, I would send out options and get a poll and see what they wanted to do with it, what we could do in District 4. Yeah. What are they wanting to see? Very and democratic. That's, that, that's yeah. awesome. I mean, that's what I'm really I'm wanting to hear what they want. And something, go back to your last question real fast. My mother actually taught the visually impaired out at Region 18. And so that is, that's, 
that was her life and that's what she went to school for. She was um, on tra- She got one of the only mass, the first, I think the second master's degree from Texas Tech teaching that. And so that's kind of fun in my family. That's an interesting line. So I would talk with her as well. She'd be a fabulous resource as well. That would be wonderful. And that that's awesome. A great experience. And I, I, I've been in radio for more years than I care to, to recall, but I have to say that of the listeners from commercial radio over the decades to now that our listeners that we have right now, they're just my favorite audience, bar none. They're so much fun and so positive, and I just really enjoy them. So so I definitely like to try and be that very small sort of person to kind of be like, okay, I'm hearing this from them and ask the people who are in the know about how could this yeah. be changed. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Amy. I will let you go because I know you're so busy. We've been speaking with Amy Stretcher-Burks, City Council District 4 candidate. If you have not already voted in early voting, please remember and go out and vote. Amy, again, thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Tall City Elections is a nonpartisan and unbiased community project of the League of Women Voters of Midland and the Recording Library of West Texas. The League of Women Voters and the Recording Library do not endorse, support, or oppose any candidates for office or a political party. All candidates for office are invited to participate in this project. 